Hello and welcome to Middle Class Film Class Podcast. My name is Joseph. And I'm Tyler. I'm Peter. And this week, the Wheel of Destiny landed on my pick, Border. This is for a small segment of our audience who speak Swedish, who live in Sweden. <laughs> Which is a few, actually. Yeah, maybe uh, one or two people. <laughs> anyway. That was a movie yes. that we watched. It, this is certainly a movie. That's <laughs> <laughs> the first that thing was, I thought of when, this, when it ended. It's certainly a movie. <laughs> yeah. I um a lot of twisty turns um that I had no idea that they were it was gonna make in this movie. Mm-hmm. Pretty unpredictable, honestly. Um, I didn't even know what I was watching for the first like thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah, it was just qu- kind of just like a day in the life for yeah, the beginning of the I was movie. like, oh, this is the, the, the girl uh the girl from uh Midsummer who was hor- horribly deformed, grew up oh. and became a, <laughs> a became uh, a uh a, a searcher for a border border searcher. Is that what you, I don't know what the fuck you call border that. Patrol, uh, oh border patrol, TSA, that's what custom, it was. Customs <laughs> agent. TSA agent or customs agent. <laughs> yeah. But uh, she yeah. but she works at uh like a port. At like the Port, not an yeah, airport, port. just a port, port, port for boats. Yeah. Oh, a boat port, a boat port, <laughs> the dock, the shipyards. Um, yes. <laughs> well, anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed watching it. Um, I'm pretty excited to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but first, the time for talking is over. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong button. Are you ready, kids? Yes, sir. Aye, sir. I can't hear you. Aye, sir. Oh! Now's the time for dab and chatter. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I'm sorry for that, everyone. Oh. <laughs> Movie... Movie news? Any movie-related news to talk uh, about? No, but but <laughs> uh, we actually have a fan who messaged me on Instagram. Oh, and oh. he is he he's he he loves this podcast. All right, cool. and um, cool. So uh, this goes out to uh, username Brendan Beal. He says, hello from Alabama. I just found your podcast recently and wanted to say that I've really enjoyed listening to it while we've been on lockdown. I especially love Tyler's hot takes <laughs> on certain movies. <laughs> Thank you, Brendan. Brend- his username so I- is Brendan Beal. Yeah, Brendan Beal. It could be literally uh, anyone. 
<laughs> he says, uh, sci-fi is my favorite genre, so if I may so humbly suggest one of these mind-bending, lesser-known gems. We have Dark City, made in 1998, The Fountain, made in 2006, or Under the Skin, 2014. They aren't for everybody. Thanks, Brendan. Well, Brendan, I'm glad you mentioned those movies. Uh, I am not familiar with Dark City. I don't know if you guys are either. I've, 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 seen, I've seen it. I've seen it a couple times. I've seen clips of it. Okay. Uh, a funny story about but, Dark City I'll tell you in a second. And The Fountain with, uh, I believe it was Hugh Jackman, directed yeah. by Darren Aronofsky. Ar- mm-hmm. Aronofsky? Aronofsky. Oh, whoever that is. Say that name. <laughs> yeah, who is <who's> that? <laughs> um, I remember seeing that one. That one was uh, actually not bad. And Under the Skin with uh, ScarJo. Uh, she plays that alien. Uh, have you guys heard of Under the Skin? Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. It was, yeah, I think I talked oh, about it in this podcast briefly. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think I it when you when he mentioned it, I was like, oh, I think he talked about that movie. Or someone t- did. I'm torn uh, on that movie. I think that there's uh, there's some sequences that are just absolutely gorgeous in it, and it's like the rest of the movie they almost like purposely tr- try didn't try on like almost for like a um, I don't know like a real ultra realistic feel to a lot of the scenes. Like there's a GoPro mounted on the <clears> dash of a truck. While they're having long conversations, it's kind of weird, but it was. I enjoyed it. I recommend it to people. So, uh, yeah, I, I really liked the Fountain. I thought it was a very cerebral kind of movie. Uh, I haven't seen Dark City Order Under the Skin, but Under the Skin has been on my watch list though because I'm a huge fan of Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, I think she's been in really great films. Uh, so yeah, I just and also, cool. uh, yeah, and also. Uh, my coworker Garrett Stitt, <laughs> he has a very heavy re- movie recommendation that he wanted me to mention on the show. It's called heavy. the uh, yeah. He's like begging me to watch this movie so I can talk to him <laughs> about it. And I was like, all right, Garrett. What is it? Like, what movie is it? It's uh, called it Lord of the called... Rings: Return of the King. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little gem called Gone with the Wind. A little uh, <laughs> underground. <laughs> <laughs> actually it is uh the gentleman directed by guy ritchie oh. starring oh. matthew mcconaughey it just and came out Charlie guy ritchie movie. Was, that was the movie yeah, that they were screening out. they had an early screener for when we went to see color out of space on a release night all those oh, that, oh yeah those people, oh yeah, 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 yeah i remember all those people were standing yeah. in line and i was like what the hell is this line for this can't be for this hp lovecraft movie from richard stanley (laughs) 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 to be honest uh hindsight i would have probably had rather seen the gentleman (laughs) have you seen this movie probably no yeah i don't don't think any of us uh, have seen it but still i prefer it to Um, come out of space (laughs) i thought it was related to the kingsman series yeah i i kind of got that vibe too when i at least seeing the title i was like oh that seems yeah yeah. But um, so uh, he recommends that we watch The Gentleman. He, there's a lot of twists and turns, and apparently there's a twist ending that no one can see a mile away. No one. So. Well, now I know there's a twist. So. <laughs> the fact that we know there's but, a twist, uh, you're going to be expecting the twist. Yeah. So you know, just uh, just yeah. some uh, just uh, just some fans who want to cool. recommend some movies. So I thanks for the email or the not an email. Thanks for the. Uh, Instagram message, Brendan. That's pretty cool. Yeah, Brendan, you're officially our number one fan. So, uh, 
Wear that badge with honor. Start yep. that fan club. Um, <laughs> that's not true. That's my mom. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's our number one fan. She's president of the fan club. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So, so my Dark dark City story, um, real quick. I, my, uh, my older cousin, Jeremy, he's like four years older than me, so he, and he was like a big brother to me. We grew up together. Mm-hmm. And I really looked up to him a lot, and he was into nerd culture in a heavy way. He was a legitimate Dungeons and Dragons player. He got me into Magic: The Gathering. We were playing like Command and Conquer and World Warcraft when it was World Warcraft One. Oh yeah. And um, he he watched Dark City with me when I was really young, and it was like completely mind blowing to me at the time. It was, it had the same effect to me mm-hmm. when I watched it as The Matrix did the first time I watched The Matrix, but I was probably I don't know eight or ten or maybe twelve or something i was i was pretty young yeah and very impressionable (laughs) i was a young impressionable young man i must have been about 10 or so but we rented a hollywood video and uh, we watched it and then uh years later when i was like 17 i had a bunch of friends over and we were talking about we should go rent a movie and i was like oh you know what popped into my head this crazy old movie dark city oh man it's the best oh so great so creepy and it was like my sister and her friends were over they're like older and there's like me and a bunch of my friends over. We went. I went down to Hollywood Video. I rented Dark City, and everyone was watching it. And they're like, "This movie fucking sucks. <laughs> this is not, what what is uh. this? Why why are we watching this bullshit?" And it's it's not a bad movie, but it is very weird. And then the production is weird and interesting. It's like a I don't know. It's like a Inception mixed with the Matrix. It's kind of interesting. Weird. Yeah, it's um. I've studied that movie in like cinematography lighting classes um just because of how like uh sharp contrast high contrast lighting and colorful lighting that movie has um but i've never actually seen the movie maybe we should uh maybe we should all watch it and talk about it for brendan's sake for brendan this this one's for you brendan (laughs) at at brendan beal so anyways i got i have a um are you done tyler you have anything else yeah that's it i just uh they just had a couple of fans who wanted to get some uh shout outs on their movies on the show and um, cool. awesome look forward to seeing more recommendations i encourage brendan to think of new movies uh i was just it's like hey you know like if you have any other movie recommendations let us know because uh that's uh, yeah, all fans what the fuck are we doing what, what what the fuck are we doing inside <laughs> <laughs> Watching movies. Yeah. Email to everyone if you're listening. You got you want your recommendation yep. read on air. Mcfcpodcast at gmail dot com. Um, yeah, Ralph. <laughs> all right, so I got a I got a couple. Um, I got a couple stories. None of them are very um, happy. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> lead actor from Life of Pi, um, arguably the lead actor. He's. I don't know why I laughed. Yeah. <laughs> He's the person t- telling the story. Yeah. Irfan Khan, he's an Indian actor, uh, dies at age 54, not COVID-related. He's uh, He had fight, was fighting with cancer since, I think, 2017. He's the older older guy from uh, Life of Pi. He's, you've, you've, you've recognized his face. His name is... Uh, Slumdog Millionaire. Yep, Slumdog Millionaire. He's the host, right, of the game show? No, he's the cop. Oh, yeah, the cop. That's it. You're right. Yeah. Um, but uh, great actor. I've seen him in a bunch of stuff, and uh, real sad. He died at the age of 54 this week. Um, and then there's some never a good news story when Ted Cruz is in the headline, but 
one thing that I think is <laughs> one thing I think me and old Teddy Cruz can agree on is that uh, censorship is not necessarily a very good thing, especially for the sake of the Chinese uh, government. So Ted Cruz is set to introduce a bill that's barring the Pentagon. And I don't know why the Pentagon would work with film studios, but barring the <laughs> Pentagon from working with film studios that censor movies for China. So interesting, interesting uh, bill. Oh, because yeah, China censors some movies for different cultural reasons. Correct. And the remake of, or the reboot of Red Dawn uh, came out about four or five years ago. It was originally yeah. going to be China as the, as the, you know, people that were coming over to invade America, and it was originally it was uh -huh. Russians, um, but it was going to be China, and the studio got pressure from the Chinese government um, and probably investors because China is a really big market for um, movies, especially American movies, yeah. and they made it into not for Star Wars. <laughs> well, they made it. They made the uh, oppressors uh, North Korea, so. Probably already that makes sense. Yeah, it's it's it, it makes. I, I mean, think that makes more sense than China. Does it though? Does North North Korea have the capabilities? All their people are malnourished, and they can't even afford to get a rocket out of their own, uh, you know, land. It's like all their rockets tests. Are this all is failures. a movie. It doesn't matter. I guess I just. I guess what I just mean is is the the anger that North Korea feels towards America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes sense for they them have to the be passion. the enemy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's no surprise that they would be they would be the ones. <laughs> that's true. So, that's but China is the more realistic one, though. I agree with that. I'm not going to like a movie about a country that takes over the United States for realism. That's true. <laughs> Patrick Swayze reboot for for historical yeah. accuracy. <laughs> yeah, a historical accuracy that is not even. Historical. It's a theoretical it's like, historical accuracy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Theoretically, that's like that's, a, that's that's like the tagline for Human Centipede is one hundred percent medically accurate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So that's all, that's all I got, Joseph. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I just have one small thing. It's not really news. It's more of just uh, uh, Twitter related. A bunch of. Uh, bunch of the new generation of teenagers have discovered um uh robert downey jr's portrayal of blackface and tropic thunder and are offended by it wait a minute they <laughs> just discovered it uh, i think the people they, that made they, this movie should go to jail it didn't make a i mean it made a small splash it didn't it's, it didn't like take over twitter or anything like that you know we're not trying to cancel robert downey jr or anything um <laughs> I don't know. but just wanna. reading some of the posts is so funny because the joke is completely missed and oh yes yeah, um, if you don't get it then yeah oof. and um they it's it's funny because they should be more offended about ben stiller's portrayal of simple jack <laughs> um, <laughs> which which is still it's still a joke it's still that's the joke like yeah the joke is offensive. Um, yeah, it's, it's the movie in it of itself is supposed to be offensive. Yeah, it's a, at least that's what really, I got from it's it. It's a really, really good commentary though because they bring yeah, up is. they bring up actual movies that had like abled, uh, fully abled actors playing handicapped people. We talk about yeah, sure, um, sure. Sean Den Penn. Den Dennis Hoffman as uh, Rayman, 
and Sean Penn as yes. uh, Sam and I am Sam, and then maybe or maybe not Tom mm-hmm. Hanks and Forrest Gump. <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah. I'm surprised they didn't talk about uh, John Malkovich because that was like his oh, and, kind uh, of role that he was playing of mice, of as Lenny. Men. Yeah, it really is a great like bit in the movie that just talks about makes you think about like actors that you you wouldn't even think a second thought about it. I mean, watching Sean Penn and I am Sam is like if you didn't know uh, Sean Penn, you'd think, wow, this they got this special needs guy to. Yeah, great, yeah. great performance in this movie. It was a fucking fantastic movie. But uh, yeah, it brings up that question of there's like been this kind of movement of like why don't you why don't you like uh, hire a actually mentally disabled person to play this role or why don't you actually hi- hire this I don't know uh, actually transgender actor to play this transgender role. Mm-hmm. You know, it's. Sure. Um, there there's like a line i think that has to be drawn because you could do that you know mm-hmm. but then nobody will see your movie it's not then it's not acting and it's just a documentary yeah and i th- i mean for tropic thunder specifically too is it's satire in the highest degree yeah yeah absolutely so it, it, it if this was actually going to I don't even know how you can make the plot of Tropic Thunder into a very serious movie, but if you somehow were able to finesse your way into a serious plot into Tropic Thunder, then yeah, I guess I could see that point. But the whole point of the movie is like a commentary on Hollywood and (laughs) how they're not politically correct. I mean, like, look at Tom Cruise's character. Like, he's he plays like the stereotypical <laughs> yeah, producer. Rex like, arguably his best role. I don't. I don't think that's yeah, argument. Ever, I think that su- subjectively agreed. it is his, or objectively it is his best role. <laughs> that or uh, Vanilla Sky, or no, wait, uh, <laughs> no, the Sky. Mummy. Oh, the Mummy. The Mummy. <laughs> um, I will. I wish we had a drop of him screaming. <laughs> oh God, that was the that's the best. Ah, ah. <laughs> no, I uh, I think uh, if you were to try to make um, Tropic Thunder into a, a serious movie, it would be um, Argo crossed with Bridge on River Kwai. Get those two together, and that's uh, that's Tropic Thunder. <clears throat> oh, I was thinking of a Lifetime movie, but yeah, <laughs> a Lifetime movie. <laughs> well, 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 this we'll Tropic Thunder certainly could not be made today. Well, I don't know about that. I don't. I think it would it be. Could. It would be panned by the generation that you think so um, you really think that well by the generation that is upset about this like discovering it now i think they would be uh <laughs> the same people upset about i agree it with that and a movie mm. like this was made now i think that the yeah, it's hard to say i think the key to getting to away with something like that is to make it like high very high quality like the tropic thunder was hilarious 100% start to finish. It was so funny. Yeah. And it it didn't lean on that as like the only hook. Like the movie's about a white guy that's playing a black guy. It's like he's just a character within this larger set of uh, characters that are yeah, all yeah. ridiculous. Um <clears throat> the joke is in the movie. Yeah. Like <laughs> the like people I mean, in the movie are offended by what you think you're offended by. Yeah, the the one actual black character in the movie is like offended at his as at Robert Kirk, Kirk Lazarus's portrayal of a black guy. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I think I think he's this been movie. A bad, bad boy. 
<laughs> MTV Music Awards I, Best Kiss winner Tobey Maguire. <laughs> um, yeah, I think Tropic Thunder is a really solid movie. I think it's offensive, but I think it's offensive in the right way to where it like toes that line of going overboard. Yeah. Uh, which is why I think this movie can be made because I think there's enough self-awareness to make it work rather than just ham-fisting like, oh, PC culture. Uh, can I say... Like, I think it toes... I, I just want to bring up that Robert Downey Jr. was nominated for an Oscar for this role. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What? That's fantastic. Yes, he was nominated, but he, he lost to Heath Ledger as the Joker. Well... Wow, that, alternate I'm, alternate I'm universe glad. that uh, in, in if it wasn't released in 2012, maybe he could have had an Oscar Definitely. for that role. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, uh, but that's well, crazy. That's can, crazy. It is. Can I say something about A comedy the, movie? The topic of uh, which you, you mentioned, Joseph, about how maybe you should have um, trans people in trans roles and disabled people in disabled roles, that sort of thing. Mm. It's like if you think about. It's hard enough to get a good actor in a movie that's a person that's been training their entire life for. Hollywood is full yeah. of actors that have been training their entire life, and all they want to do is be an actor or an actress. And you get maybe 10, 15 people in the entire world could play that role correctly for the eyes of the writer or the director. Mm -hmm. As soon as you put the caveat that they have to be of this ilk to be able to play that role, then you're drastically reducing your pool of people that you can choose from. And like yeah. you said, you're no one's going to see the movie because you're you're basically saying, well, you know, they're not the best. Unless you have another, unless you have another draw, and I mean, <clears throat> yeah, but unless I mean, there's something else that would you know draw people in. I mean, you can do it, and that's great. But you, I always feel like that's also that's also kind of pandering and belittling to yeah. that to that group of people too. It's like, well, you're not the best actor, but because you're disabled, you're going to get the part. So pat on the back, good for you, buddy. You know that's that's, yes. that's insulting. Yeah, it's like a double-edged sword. You know, it's like <clears throat> I can give you the role, but then you might think, oh, you just gave him the role because, like, he was he or she was disabled, or they yeah. were disabled, or they were transgender, or, and not necessarily the best actor or actress. But it kind of speaks to like the training that those um, those who have you know disabilities or if they are transgendered or whatever that if they don't get the opportunity to get that kind of training like scarlett johansson gets you know what i mean like i i think it's just more so it's it could feel offensive when you typecast those kind of folks but at the same time it's more so just like is there really real opportunity for everyone to get sort of the caliber of acting experience mm -hmm. that someone like, you know, uh, uh, Kirsten Dunst has over, uh, you know, a Native American actor who is up and coming? Or uh, Emma Stone playing a Hawaiian in that one movie a couple years ago. Oh, oh my god. Or Drew Barrymore playing a Hawaiian native in Fifty First Dates. <laughs> she played that dumbass who couldn't know anything. It was basically a comedic <laughs> memento. That don't make no uh, sense. White <laughs> people are born in Hawaii. Yeah. 
You have what? a way with words, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, like 50 First Dates. Um, hey, send your hate mail to mcfcpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Tell us how much you hate Pol- 50 First Dates. <laughs> this is a politically charged oh, yeah, conversation I, we're having. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't I, think, uh, I don't think I, they'll ever... I hate ever, almost Adam Sandler movies, so... I don't think there'll ever be a uh, unanimous agreement on the topic of who should play roles of mm-hmm. minorities. Um, yeah. Yeah. All I know is that Mickey Rourke shouldn't play a Chinese person. And, <laughs> and what? And, uh, <laughs> and uh, what's his name? Um, um, John Wayne shouldn't play Genghis Khan, which both happened. <laughs> oh, so, oh yeah. White, white, white washing. That should, that probably oh. shouldn't happen. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. At least we can all agree on that. Sorry, right. whitewashing. I think bad. we can all agree on that. I said Mickey. I yeah. said Mickey Rourke after a track that Mickey Rooney. Sorry. Oh, I <laughs> it would be, the same. It would be funny to, to see Mickey Rourke play like a, a kung fu master in Kill Bill. <laughs> it's all yeah, roided, roided out with a long white beard and mustache. He can he can uh, reprise his role in Napoleon Dynamite as uh, uh, Rex. That was a. Uh, that wasn't. That was that not Mickey, Mickey Rourke. Rourke. No, I, I I know it wasn't. That was a joke. <laughs> that was that was like the... that was Cliff. Oh, gosh, no, what's, what's his Ju- name from Drew Carey show? Yeah, it's it's his buddy from the Drew Carey show. Um, I can't remember his name, but he plays. He's uh, speaking of him. He's the voice of uh, Batman in the new Harley Quinn series. Uh yeah. Oh, I think I saw that. Interesting. On yeah, the DC he, Universe app. Yeah, it was one of my streaming picks. Uh. It's a Dietrich yeah, Bader. I'm sorry, he's the guy's name. Hmm. The 120 people who subscribe to DC Universe. It's really uh, good. It's a really good show. I'm just gonna, I'll say it again. <laughs> I don't care who he is. The uh, time for cool. talking is over. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so that was all the news, all the gab and chatter that we had. Yeah. Um, I think. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's move on. Uh, streaming picks. What do we watch this week? What are we? Oh, what should we streaming suggest picks. to other people to watch? Tyler, you can go first. All right, all right. So I have a streaming pick that I simultaneously love and hate. Uh, <laughs> I hate and love this movie. It's good already. It, I'm excited. <laughs> it's a documentary uh, oh. that was featured on the uh, 2020 South by Southwest Film Festival collection, streaming on Amazon Prime Video. Uh, this is called TFW No GF. Oh, I scroll by this. Yeah, it. I. So this is a directorial debut by Alex Lee Moyer, who has she's not well known because this is her first movie. She's done a lot of editing on documentaries in the past, and so this is her first crack at. Uh, documentary filmmaking and essentially this movie is about incels <laughs> cool uh, so it follows four four tfw no gf type guys who grew up on the what internet this face when no girlfriend Oh, okay. Yeah, that feel or, or that feel when no or that feel when, girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, do you guys know the Wojak meme? You know, he's like the bald guy with like the wrinkles on his head. Yeah. And he looks solemn. Okay, so Wink. I didn't even know Wink that guy. he had a name. 
Yeah, I didn't even know he had a name. Uh, so that I learned that in the documentary. But his name is Wojak, and he's like the internet mascot of these. Yeah, his name is Wojak. Oh, gosh. Um, so basically, the storyline is uh, born from the internet. The phrase TFW no GF oh. was originally used to originally used online to describe a lack of romantic companionship since then it has evolved to symbolize a greater state of existence defined by isolation rejection and alienation the memes protagonist protagonist uh (laughs) wojack has become the mascot to a vast online community consisting of self-described hyper anonymous 20-somethings and uh guys who slip between the cracks tfw no gf asks how has the zeitgeist come to bear down on a generation alienated by the real world? How long is this synopsis? So lo- <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Three Almost done. <laughs> Meet the lost boys who come of age on the internet, places like 4chan and Twitter, where they find camaraderie. Camar- com- <laughs> I, I fucking hate that word. I can't <laughs> pronounce <laughs> it. <laughs> yes. What language is even that? Camaraderie Com- in despair. There you go. Camaraderie. I don't know. Fuck I'm it. upset. Um, so uh, basically, it follows uh, four incels who are pissed off at the world because uh, they are mentally ill and they have not seeked help because they live in uh, Midwest Southern states where they don't give a shit about mental health. Mm-hmm. So they are. There is there is a community of these white men who are very alienated from their communities and so like they go to the internet to find community and it's a very misogynistic sort of culture and uh, I really hated it because I felt like, why are we giving the time of day for these pieces of shit? Like, they just need to seek help. Like, they know, and you know, what's frustrating is is that they're self-aware enough to know that they need to seek help, but they actively choose not to seek help. And so, uh, that's, that's where it, like, affected me. And then that's kind of where I loved this documentary, though, is because it evoked emotion in me. And it was just, it, it was very thought provoking. And although I didn't agree with any of the people that they were interviewing, and I thought they were pieces of shit, the uh, Alex Lee Moyer really like was able to present this sort of class of people that are really passionate about what they're about in a non biased way. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't feel there was any bias in the documentary. It was literally, she just, like, had a camera, and she was just asking really basic questions, and these guys were just fucking pouring their hearts out and, like, trying to be, like, their online personas, which is really disturbing once you watch the documentary. Hey, Tyler, did you see As, Did you see the um, Full Force, the Airsoft Fatty documentary that Joseph uh, recommended like or like maybe six or eight weeks ago. Uh, no, I haven't. It's on YouTube. You can just yeah. Watch it. it's, 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 oh I wait, th- oh yeah, no, oh I dubs feature. Uh, I started watching it, but I I didn't finish it. But it was sounds kind of like the, the one in the trailer park. Eh, yeah, kinda. they were kind of. 
It was like a kind of a, they live in a house. trailer park area. It look it looks it's like, like it the, would be a bit um, a giant mobile home, but it's actually a house. I feel like I did start watching that, um, but it's yeah, remembering like the first like you know first couple of scenes in that documentary, it it plays the same way. Um, the shots are really really good in this movie though. That's that's one thing that I can applaud Alex Lee Moyer for is mm-hmm. that it's it's just planned shots with the, and they don't the the subjects don't even know that they're a part of this like really great perspective um that it's portraying so that's why i simultaneously hate and love this movie is because it mm. is a really well-made documentary but the subject matter is so fucking frustrating like <laughs> it's like you're like what the <laughs> like i can't even really describe in words like how upset so i was with these men but at the same time it's like the documentary was so good on portraying this like raw emotion of these incel white men well sounds like a good documentary though it it it, it made you feel something in maybe both directions yeah for sure so uh tfw no gf it's uh streaming on amazon Although I don't know how long it's going to be streaming on Amazon because it's still like the film festival thing. But if you get a chance to watch this, this is a pretty good insight on that neck beard that you used to know in high school. (laughs) All right, cool. Um, Cool. I got a, uh, I got a pick. It is a, it's a, it's locally based. It's set in Oakland and, uh, like San Francisco kind of area, but mainly mainly in Oakland. Um, this movie is streaming on HBO Go, HBO Now, all the HBO services, and it's from 2018. It's called Blind Spotting. You guys heard of this movie? I've heard of it. I thought it was the American Blind version spotting. of Train Spotting. <laughs> yeah, I, it sounded like like when I heard the name of it, it's like I've heard that before, but the the it's not a like anything. Like I thought it was blind like spotting. Suppo- <laughs> nah. <laughs> no, no. Uh, basically, it uh, revolves around um, the main character Colin, played by David Diggs, and Miles, played by Raphael Cassell. And you don't really recognize either one of the guys. They look familiar, but I couldn't place them in anything. And um, Colin is a young black man in Oakland who is on parole, and he's on his last. Uh, basically like his last week before he's on off of probation i'm sorry not parole probation is it probation or parole i can't remember so he's on i think it is parole basically the terms of stipulations of his parole is that you can't be around drugs or violence or, or, or anything or alcohol or weapons or illegal activity in any kind and he's a local boy from oakland and his friend is this kind of thug trying hard really hard to be a gangster white guy named miles and he he plays uh, plays the part very well. Um, if you're from Northern California or specifically the Bay Area, there's a lot of scenes where they'll kind of like talk hyphy and uh, in that kind of like mm. very heavy slang, a lot of terminology that you may not understand from other other parts of the country. But if you listen to like Bay Area, y'all kids ever heard of thizzles? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's a thizzle? So it's uh. But there's there's some really great scenes where they're uh, kind of talking back and forth and slang to like some locals, and it's uh, it sounds like I'm listening to like a Mr. Fab video or something like that. But it's a uh, very very good. Um, the I, the 
overarching theme is that gentrification is taking over Oakland. And Oakland at one point was the murder capital of the United States, had the highest per capita murder rate anywhere in the country. And that was recently, like within the last 10 years. And as San Francisco gets more and more expensive to live in, people start expanding outward and the gentrification happens and housing goes up. People who were just living in the hood now can't afford houses because they're building, they're tearing down these crappy old houses and putting up you know, multi-million dollar condos or three level, mm-hmm. you know, five, five bedroom, homes. three level townhouses. Yeah. And there's a great scene where one of, one of their friends works for some tech company in San Francisco and their boss is having a housewarming party at his new place. And it's some neighborhood mm-hmm. they all kind of grew up in. And it, it, exactly, he lives in one of these kind of mansions. And they're they're sitting at a coffee table. And, like, he tell, the owner of the house is, tells him, you know, someone puts a drink on this on this wood coffee table. And he's like, whoa, 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 you can't, you can't put a drink on that. He's like, this is a 350-year-old oak that we cut down from this neighborhood when we, uh, you know, when the houses were built. And it's like mm-hmm. a tree trunk, a solid ring of a tree trunk turned into a table. And it's like, that is perfect metaphor right there. It's cutting down the history of Oakland to make room for these multi-million dollar houses and pushing out the local people who can't now afford to live there. So it's Oof. a, it's an action. Heavy. It's a, it's a thriller sort of movie because he runs in a rough crowd and he's trying to keep his nose clean and his best friend is a hooligan and he gets into fights and stuff. And he's just trying to distance himself from it while still being a good friend because he doesn't want to go back to jail. And they talk about how he got put in jail and how the event happened and they show a version of it and you kind of feel sympathetic for him. But it's, it's a really, really, really fun movie. Um, It's got some heavy um, subject matter and at times is very uh, scary and and frustrating and you feel really bad for the characters, but it is a very good movie. It's short, uh, 190 minutes, hour and 30 minutes long. Blind Spotting from 2018 on HBO. Totally, totally worth a watch. Cool. Yeah. It sounds 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 good. If sounds you live, live in Northern totally. California, it's a must watch. If you live in the rest of the country, it's it's still pretty good. Yeah. Um, so I have one. Um, before I mention it, though, I will say that I did watch the Cabin in the Woods, and oh, cool. um, it is very very good. Yeah, I enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, that ending though, huh? Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. The <laughs> ending was <laughs> kind of I don't want to it wasn't silly, but it was just like, "Oh, yeah." <laughs> it was uh yeah, Cabin in the Woods. If you guys haven't our audience haven't seen it, it's uh it was a very I thought uh, I was going to hate that. I I thought I was going to hate this movie when I first oh, saw it. I didn't think I was going to hate it because I've heard so many things about it and how it's like it's very different. Uh-huh. Um, it's a very uh orchestrated horror movie um sure sure in, in terms of writing and in the plot of the movie itself um i mean it was like i was playing until dawn um <laughs> yeah kind of <laughs> i was i was like this is like until dawn except there's not wendigos and uh spirits and stuff although there is uh ghosts and shit um part of it was like it wasn't just like a haunted house. It was like there's like legitimate, and I don't want to talk too much about it because it's very, uh, very interesting movie. It's kind of hard to talk about without spoiling it. Um, but yeah, I will. Say, it's a high. I, I do recommend it, and it. I mean, 
I like. I would like to think that the writing is like I'm supposed to hate like the first 20 minutes of the movie because it starts off like every other horror movie that yeah it's supposed yep. to be I, ten- I tend to cliche. stay away from. It's like oh the virgin the jock the dumb blonde the, the stoner. stoner the Elliot Smith lookalike. It subverts um, your expectations. Yeah, it subverts, subverts, subverts. Um, but um, yeah, it was very entertaining, very good, um, and. The effects, I will say, were not so great. Um, yeah, which is surprising well. coming from Joss Whedon. Well, uh, as a producer, I th- you, you know what? I, I I was. It's funny that you say that. I was thinking that <laughs> the studio is like, you want to make a horror movie? Yeah, sure. Uh, I'll need this budget, and they're like, oh no 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 no. This is. Yeah. This is your budget. <laughs> and Josh is just like, fuck. I feel like they could have doubled the budget and done a lot of good things with it. It was, there were parts of it that became a little too uh, tropey. Um, but it's like, at the same time, they're playing at, they're like, they're like, they know that it's tropey. Yeah, you I know, was thinking it was I, very I, Tropic Thunder, really, um, in some senses. Um, I don't know if I see the connection there uh, <laughs> <laughs> but whoa, just it whoa, being whoa. self-aware oh well, well then, just, yeah i yeah, guess yeah, i yeah. guess just mean it being the movie being self-aware right right is right. like the connection um, i was but it was there was there was like one instance where i was like okay when is this gonna happen you know mm-hmm. um but it was it was very entertaining and it kind of reminded me of blade um i won't say why but um yeah Cool. Uh, the one. Cabin in the Woods streaming on Prime. I think that was one of my recommendations a while back. Yeah, it was. Um, and I didn't really have anything to do this morning, so I just watched that. <laughs> anyway, so that's just a reaffirmation of a Pete stream pick from a while ago. Um, and my actual stream pick is a movie that Tyler will love, I think. Um, Ooh. <laughs> It is the Lego Movie Two, the second. Wait, what? Part. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, Explain. This is sarcasm, Tyler. <laughs> oh. Oh. Um, Tyler is not one for kids' movies. Um, no. Oh. But um, the uh, I think uh, with with Pete, you you enjoy the Kung Fu Panda series. Mm-hmm. This the Lego uh, <laughs> series uh, for me is. Uh, my Kung Fu Panda. Uh, <laughs> I saw th- I saw this one. I saw it, Lego Movie Two, and I liked it. I didn't yeah, like it Lego- as much as the first one, and I didn't like it as much as Lego Batman. Because Lego Batman's freaking tight. Lego Batman is the best um, so, Batman so movie good. since uh, Nolan's. Uh, Batman <laughs> yes, movies. absolutely. Uh, um, Lego it Movie with, One. It wrestles is, with gay gay uh, mar- relationships, raising a child in America. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which is Lego great. Movie 1 is very good um, Lego Movie 2 is also very good um, I would agree it's not as good as the first one but it's still very funny mm-hmm. um, it's more of a kids movie the second one um, and what I mean by that is just like there's more kids humor in it but there's also that element like in Kung Fu Panda there's like that humor that is it's very um it's very meta. These movies have become very mm. meta because they know what they are. The writers know the material, obviously, 
and they know who's taking their kids to see this movie and i think they've they've uh found a formula to please everybody and not just the kids and mm. um it's pretty it's it's awesome because the they're very funny um basically the plot of the second one is that it takes place 5 years after the end of the first one and it's um like a mad max apocalyptic uh world um called uh what's it like apocalypse land or something like that yeah, I can't and remember. the the villain how the, original the villain apocalypse land yeah that's the joke tyler that's the joke um <laughs> And the villains of this are Lego Duplo. It's like a bigger block of Legos um, <laughs> that are more for kids, I guess. Uh, but it, actually, this movie has a pretty interesting. Would that be Mega Blocks? Duplos. Uh, Duplos like the smaller, rounded ones. Mega yeah. Blocks are are the biggest of all. Oh, yeah, they're mega. Um, <laughs> And uh, star-studded cast, by the way, Chris Pratt, Will Arnett, Elizabeth Banks, um, Tiffany Haddish, Stephanie Beatrice, uh, Charlie Day, Allison Brie, Nick Offerman, Maya Rudolph, and, well, Maya Rudolph and Will Ferrell both play like a small, have basically small cameos in the movie. Um, and yeah, Chris Pratt kind of plays two characters in this movie. The second character being like uh, he's doing his best Kurt Russell impersonation, um, <laughs> and the the movie actually has a pretty good like twist uh, near the end of the movie, and it's it's very entertaining, very funny, and I highly highly recommend Tyler specifically to go watch this movie. It's streaming on Hulu. HBO now, HBO go. Watch um, it, Tyler. <laughs> I, I, well, I. What is your adversity I, to kids' movies, Tyler? Well, it's just because it's too lighthearted. Uh, it's, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's. Just I don't too like wholesome. to have fun when I'm watching movies. I want No. I want to watch a Blue is the warmest color again. Yes. <laughs> well, no. Wait, no. I want to watch Hold on. Of well, if on anyone's fire. listening, I don't want to watch the bluest is the warmest color ever again. But <laughs> <laughs> I will watch Blue Valentine again next week. Well, I mean, I I, I watch that while I'm jacking off. So, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Jk. Actually, you should watch Manchester by the Sea if you want to really want to have a good time. <laughs> I've been actually wanting to watch that movie recently. Well, it's after more watching depressing after than blue, it's more depressing than Blue Valentine. I'll tell you that. Oh shit! Yeah, I, I've sk- I'll skip. Right, that I think one. I might have to log off, guys. Okay. It is depressing as hell. Yum. Um, I do have something to say. I forgot. I, it's not a streaming pick for for sure, but you remind jog my memory, Joseph. I watched a uh, the Sonic movie. Now we to talk about it briefly. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog, twenty nineteen. Um, <laughs> So that the cartoons from the '90s, James, yeah, starring uh, James Marsden and Ben Schwartz as Sonic. I didn't see that coming. And, oh, really? Yeah, Ben Schwartz voiced Sonic. I feel like That's they cool. they should have they could have used him for in a lot of better ways. To be honest, in this, mm. um, like it's almost well, like you a, know, he had like a he had like a fetish for Sonic, so he was like he was like, please, I need to play this voice of Sonic, please. I don't know about that. I'm upset. So I. Uh, <laughs> 
I do. I I I wanted to support the uh, movie makers because it was a uh, it was a big gamble to listen to the audience and completely re CGI Sonic after it was basically <laughs> released. The the audience was like, "Oh, the first Sonic was terrifying. I forgot what it looked like." And halfway through the movie, Bree pulled up a picture of it and was like, "Yeah, this is way better than the old version." And I looked at it again and I was like, shivers went down my spine. It was terrifying. It was like a human that had shrunken down to half the size of a normal man and turned into a alien hedgehog thing it was scary <laughs> so they read it yeah we talked about this on our one of our movie news uh or on our early episode and uh so me and brie and justice sat down and had a family movie night and watched it and it was a good time it was uh, jim carrey was a perfect part for dr robotnik um oh good oh yeah he was so he was so good it was like they went full cartoon and as only jim carrey can do and it was it was had hints of Ace Ventura in his character. Um, oh really? Oh yeah. It was oh, re- nice. it was really really fun to watch Jim Carrey like doing his old old school thing. Um, but it's not streaming anywhere for free. You have you have to pay to to rent it. So we rented mm-hmm. on YouTube. Um, I think we got the ultra HD version or whatever, and it was like seven or eight bucks or something like that. So it was a little bit higher than normal. Mm-hmm. You can, I think you can do four dollars for standard definition. Yeah. Um, but it was it was really fun and it was really really felt like a kids movie unlike where lego movie i did not feel like i was watching watching a child's movie this was definitely geared towards uh, children but it did have a lot yeah. of references to modern pop culture um that i think people anywhere between the ages of like 22 to 40 would get past that mm-hmm. i think i think you might have there's per- going to be some fall off because there's a lot of yeah there's a lot of stuff about like internet culture on there and memes and oh, stuff yeah, like yeah. that so i think once you get past that like uh, 40 45 age i think the the jokes are not geared towards that but it was it was a good time so i'd recommend that if you're if you were on the fence about watching it and you fit that demographic uh it's, it's worth it and support the filmmakers spend the eight bucks get ultra hd make sure make sure that they understand that it's worth it to listen to your fan base mm-hmm and uh, on that topic of uh, renting movies, uh, please rent Veronica and send <laughs> us your thoughts on it. I, I can't stress enough how much of a discussion is to be had about this movie. So, huh. I, I listened to but last it's... week's episode, Tyler, and you you said, I'm more excited about this movie. I can't wait to talk about it even more than Suspiria. And then when we got to the wheel, I was like, hey, do you want to change Suspiria for Veronica? You're like, no. It's very disappointed. <laughs> well, uh, you know, like surprises happen all the time in this show. And uh, so, you know, uh, to our listeners out there, they know that I uh, jack off to Blue Valentine. And now they want me to talk about Veronica. Uh, so with that I ta- said. I think talking about the J.O. session is uh, shocking enough. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's like an hour, 45 minute sesh right there. <laughs> what? That's what are you doing? Titillating. Yeah, working up to the climax of the movie. It's kind of like they already blew their load. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I thought it was used very gratuitously. <laughs> okay. Uh, All right. That's all I got. All right. To border. Now is the time we to discuss the movie of the week. Border. Border. Did you Border. find out how to say this in Swedish? 
Um, Grants. Something like that, yeah, Grants. <laughs> okay, so Border, a Norwegian slash Swedish movie, not Scandinavian descent. Scandinavian, Nordic, of some sort. Uh, in a Swedish language, um, for sure. I don't know why they would yeah, be like wearing the Swedish, like Swedish uniforms and speaking Norwegian. She, yeah, um, she's uh, <clears throat> she's the Swedish, um, customs official, inspector. Yeah. So yeah. So let's run through synopsis here. Yeah. Go for so it. basically, Tina, uh, the main character, plays a customs officer who can smell fear, um, and develops an unusual attraction to a strange traveler who looks very similar to her mm-hmm. um they both kind of look like neanderthals um yeah you know i cavemen. actually actually before i started like when the movie first started and i saw the main actress looking in this way i made sure to look up the, to make sure that's not how she looked oh because i didn't want to feel makeup. like an i just didn't want to feel like an asshole like oh okay like being okay i like, can make fun yeah uh so um anyways uh yeah Yeah. uh, this is definitely makeup yeah so um and she yeah she meets this guy who she cannot really she can't pick up a scent from him because she can smell uh like basically she can smell emotions like shame fear fear and guilt stuff um and that's how she's able to weed out or it's almost like an animal like instinct yeah um a uh, very uh yeah instinctual um a a, a sixth sense almost um, maybe, even, maybe even a seventh sense yeah six <laughs> and maybe seventh sense <laughs> um many senses and so basically she becomes well actually it is a seventh sense because she becomes a, a infatuated scene. with this person because she's never met anybody else like her or like or somebody who she cannot smell or detect um what they're feeling basically um and also who looks like a fucking like ugh, god they don't even look human (laughs) (laughs) it's because they're not human spoilers Um, and at the same time she there's a there's a subplot um that later in the movie gets intertwined with the main plot of um she gets hired basically to aid in a police investigation um involving uh child pornography um because she detected a a sharp looking businessman guy who had an SD card that he tried to swallow like a cyanide pill um <laughs> Yeah, that was funny. That scene was good. <laughs> yeah. It's um, not like he would have to wait in jail until he, like, you know, had to either A, get surgery, or B, shit it out. I think it would be, um, option I don't know B. if it'd be able to, uh, <laughs> yeah, option B. <laughs> uh, anyway, border. So that's basically the premise. Um, what were our initial thoughts? Because none of us had seen it before. Right. Ahead, Tyler. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, my initial thoughts after seeing the movie, I, I was intrigued. Um, I thought that it could have used a little bit more development in the characters. Uh, 
I think there's a lot of, you know what this movie reminds me of? It reminds me of uh, Let the Right One In. Uh, that's another uh, Swedish Norwegian film. That's interesting you say that, Tyler, because it's the same writer. No shit. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It yeah. says so in the trailer. Damn. <laughs> oh, it does it? Yeah. Fuck. It's the same writer and yeah, same writer. Okay, I, well, I, uh, that makes perfect sense because the pacing of this story is very similar to that movie, which is not a bad thing, but I think it works it worked better with the vampire story than this story, which I we, we'll get into later of what kind of story it is, but uh I think there's a lot of great shots. Um the dialogue is not badly written and there's it's very interesting but at the same time it just some of the characters feel flat and not fleshed out enough and it's very uh, it feels very matter of fact like rather than a deep story in which the implications of the things that are happening in this movie are very deep so I mean I, I liked I, I I did like this movie, but I think that it could have been more impactful had it been more emotional. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. The, I music, the music leads you to feel a lot of emotions that I don't think the characters really catching in on so much. Sure, yeah. <clears throat> um, I I thought that uh, throughout the movie it was I was intrigued as 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 well, and I wasn't sure what the twist was going to be. And like me and Bree, we kept going back and forth. We're sitting on the couch, and I was like, "I think they're cavemen." Bree's like, "I think the guy. I think that. I think that the guy's a, a werewolf or something." Oh my god! I was just about to say, like, I thought it was going to be a werewolf movie for the whole what? time before the I don't twist. Know how you arrive at that conclusion? Well, uh, it well the scene in which he which, oh when he's uh, like having his man period. Uh, lo, uh, what's his name? Lord? No, uh, Vor. 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 Uh, he, uh, you know, after he has been living with Tina uh, later in the film, uh, he goes out into the forest, which seems to be on a full moon night, and he <laughs> like starts yeah. his, his so Bree shouted out, "She's like, I call it!" When he went out there to birth the egg th- baby, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> She's like, "I called it, I called it," and then we saw the legs come out, and we're like, "Oh, that's why he had a beer belly." <laughs> yeah, he was but, menstruating. Uh, yeah, he was, he was on his <laughs> menstrual cycle. But uh, no, it was uh, it was con- continually second, and then so when that happened, I was like, "Well, what, what the hell is it now?" You know. But what I still kept thinking. I still. I actually rewinded was, uh, that scene like two times to see what I was seeing because it happened so <laughs> fast. I was just like, "Wait a minute, yeah. did it? What? What am I missing?" Well, I thought so. It kept me guessing throughout the movie, which I liked. Um, <clears throat> I thought the character's simplicity was good. I, I also felt like I was watching a, like a really long Aphex Twin video because, like, the oh, guy's face shit, yeah. kinda, it always has that like re- he's like super cocksure of himself, and um, he's like yeah. he's like an ugly guy with a lot of confidence at a bar, <laughs> just constantly oh, yeah. glaring at her the entire time. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But the the scenes that were really impactful were made it worth it to watch. Um, I, I would recommend it to people, and with the caveat that it is there's some holy shit moments that you have to be prepared for. Very, um, um, very odd. If you like the this, egg, the, 
yeah, the egg birth scene was one of them. Um, <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> but that uh, was not as nearly as bad as um, uh, the other one. No, there was yeah, <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the growing mushroom. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, see that yeah. I but was I, referencing but that. But I do say, yeah. I do think that um, it would have been it would have been better if they were to cut half of the shots of them staring at each other down a little bit, <laughs> added a, you know added a little bit more in there. Yeah, you know, some development or some. Um, it know, took cl- a page out of the book of Drive. Yeah, it felt it felt very like only God forgives. Where it's like we're gonna have a lot of uh, uh, atmosphere in this and not a lot of substance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's actually that's a good point, Pete. Uh, God forgives is very much in the same mood where like it's really long, but not a whole lot happens. No, not really. And I mean, it's it's just it's just tone. It's a lot of atmosphere it, and tone. It, but it the, looks the, good. But you desire more. At least for me, like I desired more development into these atmospheres it's like yeah i can appreciate like a really good spacey atmosphere and everything like that but if the characters are just kind of flat it it's like a half it's like half good if that makes sense well i did like the this like it really kicked in once the once the male or whatever um guy i don't know if boy, call com- male, comes but... over and meets uh starts staying at her place because the first thing he does when he gets there is he walks up to the dog cage and growls at the dog and puts him in their place and i was like oh shit that was cool that was yeah. badass that was and badass. then after that I, that after that i was like all right here we go forget about the pedophiles i want to i want to more about this guy <clears throat> yeah yeah <laughs> So little did I little know, did I we getting, know getting a little bit of both. <laughs> well, let me ask so. you this, Joseph. How did you even come up on this movie? I, I this seems like um, a really really random movie to. You come never up heard about on. this one? No, you never heard about this one, Tyler. Yeah, uh, it's, no, it's, it's no, been I on my ra- Radar for a bit, and it's I just didn't think mm. it was streaming anywhere. Yeah, I had somebody at work um, mentioned it to me, and that's how I found out. Um. But you look like a, you'd like weird movies. Well, no, he just he he like he didn't he hadn't seen it. This was when it was coming out. Oh, okay. Um, and he uh, he had just mentioned it to me, and I just looked it up. I was like, oh, that looks pretty cool. And then I this came out in 2018, and I never saw it until uh, yesterday. So um, it what was thoughts, Joseph. It was not what I expected. Sure. It, I mean. <laughs> It was and wasn't what I expected. I mean, I was expecting... I started to suspect uh, what they were. I guess we can just get into spoilers since we're going yeah. to anyway. Yeah. That they were trolls. I mean, if you're if you're listening to this podcast, you should have watched the movie already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Streaming um, on Hulu, for God's sake. Streaming on Hulu, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I started to, to suspect that they were trolls probably... I don't know, 20, 30 minutes into the movie. Wait, really? Or, you thought they were trolls? Good, like good like right off the good bat? Call. No, not right off the bat, no. Because like going in, I was like, oh, they're cavemen. Because they obviously look like Neanderthals. Yeah, and so, yeah. Um, and, but then I started putting two and two, two and two together that it takes place in Sweden, on the border of Norway, maybe. Um, you know, Scandinavian folklore, trolls. Wait. When he troll told her hunter. she was a troll, I was like, oh, I'm an idiot. Of course she's a troll. <laughs> damn. God damn it. Idiot. Um, yeah, when, when that... For that when reason, that... because there's so much lore behind it in, in uh, Norse countries, Nordic countries. Yeah, yeah. 
when that when when that when that reveal happened that's actually i i did not like that reveal because she was so accepting of it she was just like oh yeah i am a troll like yep oh yeah because she doesn't she was she was uh, raised as a human yeah she was bullied her whole life though as for being different looking or for her word she was saying she was ugly i just think that she thought she was deformed i think yeah obviously she with good reason i just what i think is that for her to accept herself as a troll creature is just like immediately not not a troll creature a troll it's very demeaning to troll people (laughs) god okay i'm sorry for our troll fans out there what if Um, what if one of our fans is a troll (laughs) live under a bridge they ask riddles to people that cry very offensive to them i i all i'm saying is i think that her like willing to accept that idea so quickly is really lost on me because there was no context really to begin with other than her saying like she felt alienated when she grew up and stuff like that there was if you lived in norway i think it'd be a different story though i think around over there that's that's a story that everybody knows and it's questionable whether it's real or not and that's exact i'm I'm glad you brought that up because that's exactly what i thought immediately after having that thought i was just like well well after seeing troll hunter um or troll not troll hunter it's called troll you know where the guys hunt like really big trolls in norwegian forests it's a norwegian have you guys seen that that's Troll Hunter. Okay. Streaming right now on Pluto. Yeah. 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 It's a really great movie. And so after. If you thinking... like Troll Hunter, you'll like Border. <laughs> actually, <laughs> yeah. you would, actually. Basically I Basically the so. same movie. I mean. Um, so mm-hmm. I had that thought afterwards of thinking, like, oh, oh, why is she just accepting that she's a troll so, like, quickly? And then I was like, oh, this is a Scandinavian movie. And I. I think Scandinavians have a much higher regard in troll lore than us Westerners. Well, they have in Norway. They have an entire mountain range that is called the Troll Wall. Well, that proves my point. So, um, (laughs) I I got schooled in some culture after watching this movie, and um, so after looking past that just like oh well yeah how, why would she accept she's any, a troll and then is it like, any different than uh harry potter accepting that he's a wizard he's just like i'm a wizard and then then the story now he's you know he's a, uh, <laughs> that's Hogwarts, a bit that, that that's that's, that's more bit. fantastical than you being born a troll yeah that, that, uh, <laughs> living your entire ugly life as this weird person <laughs> oh my like God. a caveman <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah, I no. Did you, Geico. <laughs> <laughs> That's cultural appropriation for trolls. Yeah, sure. Those commercials, even though um, they're cavemen. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, good point. The movie was really well <laughs> shot, though. Um, there was a lot of very droning shots to portray Tina as someone who was raised as a human who's not human, uh, but you can tell that she's y- utilizing her unique abilities to make herself money and she kind of take and you can see that she kind of takes pride into it like all those scenes where she's like sniffing out um the people who are smuggling shit in uh, like it's almost as if she's just like i'm the best at what i'm doing right now and so i, I really 
at all. I, I mean, her face, her face looks like one expression the entire time until she's was, having angry sex with the other troll. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just more thinking of she just the, looks like she's doing her job, like she's just yeah. at work. I don't know. Like, I, she looks like the greeter to, to the Costco at uh, in Idiocracy, just standing well, there. Welcome to Costco. Shit. I love you. Maybe I guess I was looking a little bit deeper into this than I uh, thought. Uh, <laughs> maybe maybe the you're dialogue, part troll. I yeah, maybe I am. Maybe I am part <laughs> troll. Are you fi- are you Finnish at all? <laughs> Norwegian of any sort? Well, you are white, so I, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, probably. I don't know. I've never I, done ancestry.com. I'm gonna venture to guess Icelandic for Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, there are Icelandic trolls. Um, yeah, trolls. Anyway, back to my thoughts. <laughs> um, I thought it was. It is a very. It is a good movie. I liked watching it. I don't know if I would watch it again. Oh. Um, I would recommend it to people who are interested in foreign films one, and into. Um. Yeah, if kind you're in, if you're injecting sweet. bleach right now and you don't like reading subtitles, uh, you should probably uh, just not watch this movie. Yeah, foreign films one and fantasy movies, um, dark fantasy movies in the like yeah, that's almost like in the re- realm fantasy. of like a Guillermo del Toro like Pan's Labyrinth type of fantasy movie. Ooh, um, not yeah. quite so not like quite so violent, obviously. No, um, but, but there, definitely there the, in the same vein. There is the dark subject matter of pedophilia involved in the movie. Ooh, um, yeah. I... And it takes this movie takes an incredibly dark turn at the end, um, but we'll get there. Yeah, um, I just want I do want to address the pedophilic aspects of this movie, and I thought it was. Ugh, I that that was a really dark subject matter to put in this movie i think mm-hmm. well uh, i think it was let me, let me, fully, let me just say can, this though i think um, it was effect i think it was effective to the plot though oh which, um holding so the pedophilia part of the movie this movie is based on a short story oh shit border and that the the filmmakers put uh the pedophile subject in the movie that's not in the short story at all um, that that it felt that way. It honestly did feel that way. Based on how the movie progressed, it felt. Uh, that... But the that aspect of the movie does come around to the climax of the movie, and it kind of intertwines. You know, for this whole time, I think it's just like a subplot, you mm-hmm. know, or a B plot. Yeah. Um, to the movie, and she's just like, she has, she's doing two things at once, and like, but then they kind of they they uh effectively blend together at the end of the movie um mm-hmm. and i, I it, didn't it, think that it was turns coming at all it, it turned yeah me either it turns really dark really fast um yeah and even like when it was happening i still was like i wasn't sure exactly what was going on sure um so for our listeners out there if you've watched this movie uh I th- I would say like probably like the at the apex of the first half of the movie you find out she's a troll and then she fucks this uh, greasy old troll man with an elongate elongated uh, clitoris from how it looks. <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on. I don't know. 
We don't know what we're talking about. This is troll lore. None yeah. of us know anything about troll lore. Um, or the sexes, you know, who gives birth. Obviously, the... I tried to research this. After oh, the, you did? I find very, I could find very little about um, trolls this is, being the seahorses of uh, mythology. It's very <laughs> ancient folklore because like in in um it's a tale wikipedia troll and troll hunter you. they turn to stone right in the daylight mm-hmm. yeah. yeah but in this they're out in the day all the time and they don't turn to stone yeah um and they have this other aspect where they both were struck by lightning because trolls are their trolls species that... of trolls are chased by lightning yeah mm-hmm. and i thought that was um, really cool to mention in this movie too and so i read that i read this um, little trivia about that aspect of like where they got that idea from and it's goes back to like the pagan times of scandinavia mm. um the pagan belief that thor would hunt giants and kill them with a strike of his hammer i.e a lightning strike um mm. later folklore this lived on as various evil creatures like trolls and werewolves being afraid of thunder um, oh that's, that's, so that that's there's a great, great scene by the yeah. way i like that scene the lightning scene here, oh, both. like what, when they're both under the uh, yeah, the they house. were reduced to like a childlike state, and both of them were cowering together. I thought that was the most romantic scene in the whole movie. Oh, the for tra- sure. Trailer made it seem like it was going to be a, a, a straight-ahead romance between these two weird th- people. It and, isn't uh, though. It's very, it's very held back with the romance between the two uh, troll people. Mm. Hey, man, <laughs> anybody who kisses like that are in love. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just like mouth agape, tongues barely touching. Just yeah. yeah. Uh, uh. It can we? Uh, I mean, the makeup in this movie is pretty incredible, though. Oh, sh- for, I mean, I, I, had to, I, I had to. I had to search the movie. I had to research this movie to make sure that I wasn't just making fun of people who look like trolls, deformed. Yeah, if you see um, the two act, uh, the two leads on uh, opening night of the movie, uh, you see a couple pictures online of them too, and they really clean up nice. I mean, oh the, yeah, yeah. The, du- those the dude, trolls clean it, up nice. the dude is basically yeah. <laughs> those trolls are shiny. Uh, the dude's basically <laughs> like the Swedish uh, Tom Hardy is what it looks like. Um, or the um, uh, fuck who's that Skarsgård? Because the Skarsgårds are renowned. They're it's like the Swedish, Swedish Alexander Skarsgård. Oh yeah, also <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, He's Vor, the actor, the actor who plays Vor is Finnish. Oh, it, oh, that's a cool callback because in the movie he references a troll like tribe like a, in like Finland a or something. Yeah, that he found in they're a traveling like gypsies. Um, so in I mean, Finland, on an island in Finland or something. So yeah. uh, I think this movie uh, was effective in a couple of ways, and one specifically that I was thinking is that in the beginning, you see her na- Tina's neighbor being pregnant, and yeah, she has the baby. <clears throat> like the, like that's almost like a that's almost intertwined in the plot, and you don't even know it. And mm-hmm. so yeah, it just seems like a thing that just happened, um, and she was there. Yeah, it just seems like it's like, oh, this is to humanize Tina because, you know, she holds the newborn and she's really happy for the pregnancy and she drives, yeah. she even drives them in the movie to I thought it was, the hospital. Uh, I thought it was a plot. I thought it was a plot device in order to show her powers more because she stops for the deer, the, the deer. hiding in the bushes that you can't even see. Yeah. 
Yeah, she's like uh, she's like Cinderella. She can like talk to animals and <laughs> um, yeah, the fox yeah. was pretty cool. I liked seeing the fox up close. I honestly cannot the see the like the effects in this movie. The special effects were really, really well done. Was that fox CGI? I couldn't tell. I yeah, I, was, I, I thought it was real, uh, but it's. I mean, if it was CGI, it was really good. I think it's. I mean, I, I the think moose it was, CGI. was CGI. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was really seamless though because of the, the baby dark... was CGI. Yeah, the dark contrast in the environment they were in because that's. I think with uh, movies made from like Scandinavian countries, it's easy to get away with dark lighting because it's always dark there. Mm-hmm. And so, especially at nighttime. Yeah, and, and <laughs> Joseph said this was the writer from "Let the Right One In," which doesn't surprise me in the ways of how this movie was paced because it was very paced in dark times, mm-hmm. like it was usually at night or in the dusk, and then when it was in the daytime, it was indoors or cloudy. Or cloudy, yeah. So most of the time it was cloudy. Anyway. Uh, so uh, when uh she 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 Tina is infatuated with Vor, uh, just because when she smells him initially, she wants to be close to him because she smells. I from what I can't assume. she can't smell him. Yeah. She, she then, can't detect him. Well, she can smell him, but she can't smell his feelings because she, oh, she spends a good amount of time perving out on his pillow when she's. I was she, thinking. She lets him in her, her so, house. So, this yeah, is yeah. where I thought the film was effective is like, I think she was sniffing something that smells so familiar that she's never smelled before. She's mm-hmm. like, oh my God, this smells like. It was like almost like a nostalgic smell that she was smelling, which is why she was so like infatuated home. with it. Um, mm-hmm. And you so you can almost smell it. What's that, sir? Home. Yeah, exactly. Kirk callback. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, and so as the movie progresses on, like you start to kind of get into uh, Tina's shoes, where it's just like you're infatuated with. Vor because she is her own kind and then yeah. eventually you find out the horrible twist and uh joseph would you like to uh mention that well, horrible well, there, twist there's a lot of movie here that we've kind of glossed over well to the Fuck um, this movie i'm just kidding <laughs> so basically what kind of starts the b plot is that she sniffs off as we mentioned earlier sniffs out this guy who is very sharply dressed in a suit, talking on the phone. Looks like he is just like on a business trip. Looks like and... Jared Kushner. <laughs> uh, comes back. They take him to the back room to check his bags. Um, they say he's all clean. And then she's like, he's got something on him. Um, and then uh, she asks for his phone. And then he gives it to them. And she pulls out the SD card. And then he panics and t- tries to swallow the SD card. <laughs> They managed to pry it out of his mouth, and then a investigator or a, I don't know, director of a, I don't know, the Swedish FBI or something, um, some police sort of force, and uh, basically ask her like, how did you how did you know that he had this thing? And she basically just explains it as simple as she can. It's like I can just smell stuff, 
So yeah. Yeah, she and, goes off the list. She's like, I can smell fear. I can smell shame. I can smell yeah. like all of these like negative emotions, which I thought was really interesting. And um, so basically, later on, she gets uh, partnered up with um, somebody, another investigator, to a go Swedish stake Rodney out Dangerfield, and <laughs> a an apartment building that they can't narrow down uh, where this. Uh, Pedophile, pedophilia yeah, ring. Like, he chased him place. to like phone phone calls. Or he chased his phone to like multiple calls to this one person in this yeah. area, but they can't <clears throat> they can't figure out what apartment complex or what apartment it's in. And so she just sits out there and basically sniffs the air until a pedophile bicycles yeah. by, and then they follow him into the apartment. Yeah, and then she looks through. Um, they're wandering through the inside of the building. She sniffs out. She focuses on a door and then opens the little mail slot. And then they have an awkward confrontation with people who live there. And because she, because we hear like a baby crying in the And you're just like, and, oh my God, that's it. That's it. But then you like, you could be like, well, could they just have a baby? Exactly. You know? Yep. But then later we find out that you have to register your baby. And there is no baby registered at that particular apartment complex. And Fucking then later pedophiles. They, they break in and they find video camera footage, and which luckily they don't show anything. Um, but you do hear a baby crying, and Ugh, uh, yeah, that that was a disturbing what, scene. That was a happening. disturbing fucking scene. Yeah, and um, so they they take uh, they take the guy or they interrogate the guy or the the guy's wife, and she's just kind of a, I don't know, accomplice. She kind of just lets it happen. I don't know. Um, she was she was uh, I don't know. I had a. Special was, sort of disgust for her. She was just as bad yeah. as the people perpetrating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then the they start to, they start taking the guy to where I believe they're taking him to the location of. We find out that it's Vor, who is supplying these children. Yeah, that's um, uh, that's the twist that fucked me up. The dark turn, really dark turn. Um, for uh, this movie that I did not see coming at all. Yeah, I didn't uh, either. I don't know. I can't play that drop. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on a second. Wait a second. We have a we have a specific drop for that. <laughs> I did not see this coming at all. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly. I thought it was. Emotions. I thought when he. I thought when Vora uh, broke into the uh, police vehicle and took the guy out of the back and killed him. I thought it was like almost like a gift. For Tina, like yeah, I thought I, me too. I thought I thought he was like you, disgusting human being. You know, I thought he was yes. just being the shit out of him. But no, that was not the case. <laughs> Unfortunately, um, split his head right open. A I know Nicholas Winding Refn. Yeah, yes, and um, second drive reference of the night. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, so they they ruin their lead. Um, or he kills the lead that would be leading them to him. Um, and uh, then it's revealed, like we're, we we kind of find out there, right? Or is it, are we to presume that he's just killing this guy for that reason of like, take that you pedophile. I don't think it's much, much after that, that he, it's revealed that the reason why he killed them was to prevent. And the, they never outright say that because 
part of me thinks that Vora would wouldn't really care if they found out it was him because he would just move on. It's not like he has a driver's license number or anything like that. He just oh first you know, skips, so, skips off to the next community. So my interpretation was that is he knew mm. more about Vor than <laughs> Tina did, and so that's why he killed him. It's just because he had more of a like direct contact to him rather than Tina, mm-hmm. where Tina only knows him because Tina only hears him say, Oh, you're a troll like me. And, uh, that's it. Like you only know my name is Vor, and you only know that you're a troll like that, that, that doesn't hold up in court. So that's, so when I thought of him killing the pedophile, I thought like, oh, well, since it's a business transaction, he probably knows a little bit more about Vor than Tina does. And so that's mm-hmm. why he killed the guy who was uh, fucking the baby. And, um, what the fuck are you talking about? Well, yeah. What do you mean? What the fuck I'm talking about? (laughs) That guy was fucking babies and he got stoned to death like he should have, but not for the right reasons. Yeah. Well, that guy who did get uh, his head smashed uh, into the uh, pavement, um, he had like zero remorse in that van as he was talking to those cops, calling them pigs, telling them to run over the moose. Um, oh well, I mean, like you know, uh, it is like, oh my god, this guy's not just. Okay. I mean, how? I, okay, how let's not get still... political on this podcast. Here. How is it political <laughs> to be against? <laughs> all right, you can just take your anti-pedophilia stance. All right, get out of here. I'm gonna say it. I don't like pedophiles, and I don't care who hears it. All right, that's going uh, on board. <laughs> I'm clipping that. <laughs> oh, um, but um, yeah, even in the interrogation room, he was like denying it, it was him, and they're like, well, "Those are your shoes, right? You recorded it, right? I mean, lot, it was just found in your house, shoes. right?" And he's like, "I don't know." Yeah, it, it, it yeah. just shoes. Do you think I own shoes? Crazy <laughs> man, black shoes. What? A lot of people own black sneakers. Okay. <laughs> Oh, like a lot of people in your apartment fucking defense uh, ever. Once, yeah. once they got into the um the whole like true crime aspect of it and the pedophilia and all that kind of stuff, it was yeah. uh, it felt more like um the girl with the dragon tattoo. Oh, uh, another, yeah. Another movie set in Sweden. So, I kept mm-hmm. kind of wa- like waffling back and forth between f- it had a feel uh, like it didn't have a very consistent tone through the movie kind of stopped it turns and it turns yeah it was like a few different movies kind of meshed into one but that's okay it was i still enjoyed it and i mean it's it's really two stories um one yeah, story they, they, is they which is together. original to the original book or the short story and then just an added um uh subplot of her aiding a criminal investigation um can we can we talk about uh just how disturbing that uh, unfertilized egg baby was in the refrigerator box. The the he sit the he sit whatever holy it's called. Holy shit! Yeah, holy shit! That yeah, was weird. It was, and then the explanation was like, oh, oh god. Yeah, it comes out <laughs> of me regularly. I'm like, ah. Ah, uh, yeah, I I shit these out every once in a while and stick them in my fridge. <laughs> it's very uh, it looks very painful. Yeah, I and I looked just... I looked over at Dan. I was like, is that what it feels like? <laughs> uh, yeah. all, those ba- all those babies that Deanna's had 
Yeah. Well, no, the the menstruating part. Um, <laughs> Every month, um, it's the same thing. But but before before uh that like when we're when he uh, gets uh basically cavity searched, and then the the male oh yes TSA agent is like uh, he or she uh didn't have a penis um yeah uh, and it was Tina. very embarrassing. Tina, you should have been the one searching him because yeah. he, doesn't have, he doesn't have a penis. It's vagina. <laughs> How are we supposed She's, to know that? <laughs> yeah. her, if, her, if her mouth ever opened more than like half an inch, she would be slack-jawed. She would have been in surprise. <laughs> but you couldn't tell because she had one fucking facial feature the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's only so many emotions you can portray when you have hella makeup on your upper Yeah, I, I actually face. thought the same thing when I was... Uh, as I was watching it, I kept thinking, man, she's got this kind of same monotonous look on her face. But then I, I realized that it would be almost impossible to get a f- true rate, full range of emotions. You'd have to attach heavy like prosthetics. A, you'd have to attach a robotic head onto a human like Hoggle from uh, Labyrinth. Um, <laughs> I'm <laughs> Hoggle. From, yeah. Um, but she did, the, you know, manage to... Uh, put out a lot of emotion when she confronts her dad about her yeah. uh, true uh, nature. Sure, and I would say that the uh, tears that were had between both of the trolls were really effective in expressing how they feel in a human world. Um, mm-hmm. It was a very animalistic instinct that they were portraying to each other, which was very well displayed in the shots that were Mm -hmm. made towards those Mm -hmm. moments um it all i all i can say about this movie is is i i wish that they went more into tina's past Mm -hmm. to give her more context of like well she was raised a human her whole life and she experienced all of these pains of looking like a troll while thinking she's a human. Um, I, there's a, I think one of the most disturbing fucking scenes in this movie is when Roland is trying to assault her. Oh, that yeah, that that was weird. So when that moment happened, it almost. Well, it made me. Roland is before Roland for context. Roland is her, I guess, boyfriend that she lives live with. Live in boyfriend yeah. that lives with her actually. Scumbag uh, sort of. I, guy. I thought and it was leave, a roommate, they, really. Yeah, me too for a, for a bit, but then, um, you know, and he's cheating but they, on her out in the open too. He's having conversations with a woman on the phone continually. Yeah, I thought he was a dog. I mean, I'm pretty sure he fight like he dog fights like he. <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't go to these best in show competitions. Yeah, with Rottweilers, um, who are foaming at the mouth. I think he was. I think he was just an alcoholic uh, rapist who uh, was trying to get with Tina, and Tina was not having it uh, because she mm-hmm. has a dick, not a vagina. Well, she she says it to him like he already knows. She's like, you know, it can't, it doesn't work down there. Yep. You, know, you know it hurts. You know it hurts. So they've, you know, they've had that. They probably have some sort of a, like an agreement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I I was just thinking like I think that 
I think that aspect of the plot was really effective with creating context of her living situation, but I would have loved more from her past uh, hearing mm-hmm. about that. I think that would have created a lot more um, emotional involvement. But uh, did you guys uh, did you guys notice that he was wearing a T-shirt, which is like the Swedish version yeah. of like a Murica, you know, with a AR-15 and a bald eagle on it? It was a, a giant skull <laughs> with a Swedish flag on it, superimposed on the face. I uh, did not notice TV. that. No, it was hilarious. It was hilarious. I'm like, oh, this like a redneck, but it's weak. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. that it makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, He's uh, a nationalist. Yeah. Um, Vor was a very creepy fucking character that was very effective for what he was trying to portray. And I think he was also one of the bad trolls because I'm like pretty convinced that there is a good group of trolls that don't want to make child pornography. <laughs> Well, he doesn't make it. He doesn't he make child pornography. Well, he he, he just he, sells the kid. Yeah, he sells the kid, which is basically the same thing. So, I mean, he he, he perpetuates. Yeah. So, are you a murderer if you sell guns that you are used to murder people? <laughs> uh, uh... <laughs> I broke Tyler. Oh shit. <laughs> That's different than selling a live human being. <laughs> yes, I guess. <laughs> um. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, I don't know if there he has like a stipulation. Like, you must use this baby for child pornography. That's the that's yeah. the requirement. You know, I don't like, know. I he... think that I think that is what it is because he exudes a sort of attitude of having vengeance on people, uh, human beings for existence. Well, he talks about how humans been how humans are disgusting. Yeah. And he's just taking advantage of that. I can only assume that, like, his people were hunted because of a movie called Troll Hunter. <laughs> you know? He's a little bitter about this movie. Like, I, I'm pretty this documentary sure documentary called Troll Hunter? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty sure that's the documentary. Um, if you liked this movie or the kind of themes that they dive into about, like, good trolls versus bad trolls, that sort of thing, you started going down that road, Tyler. Um, watch my one of my streaming picks, Freaks. That had it went again. I, I don't want to spoil that movie. What the twist is or what the, uh, what the plot is. It kind of was like. Is there trolls in it? No, it's not trolls. It's not trolls. And I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna no. say no, what they. No freaks. So freaks, yeah, freaks. Fre- but I'm not gonna say what they are. What type of freak they are? But um, there mm. is a def- circus freaks. <laughs> there is definitely <laughs> a through line of like, well, they think that we're bad. So you don't have to be bad, but then maybe you okay. do have to be bad, that sort of thing. So so you should you should watch or read the comic book X Men. Because oh. there's good mutants and bad mutants. Exactly. Oh, fuck yeah. I mean the X Men the X Men is like uh was it was like to reflect the like Martin Luther King and Malcolm X um time. Mm-hmm. Hey Brendan, you here's know. a hot take. Uh Magneto was right. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean that's based. They have the same like, the same belief, but one is just way more extreme than the other. Sure, 
Sure. Darth Vader was just uh-huh. uh, just doing the best thing he could for his boo. All it was. <laughs> it's not his. <laughs> yeah. Just went down a slight, slightly bad path. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, just strangle, strangle your engaged loved one. Yeah. Hey, man, it, it happens yeah. to the best of us. Anyway, um, where, where were we? We're talking about the war being an war being an evil uh, height, baby selling. Uh, what's it called again? The heat heat What is it? He sit. He sit oh, high tight. Uh, heat it or it's like h i s i i t hit tit i say hit that's not that's not what i said it's when you go to the barber and ask for the military haircut the high and tight no we're talking about how weird that was and then and then it's basically an unfertilized egg so yeah but it looks into looks like a little troll baby it turns into the it turns into it starts looking like a real baby when he swaps it out for the neighbor's baby the changeling yeah, because he oh, he mentions because she she finds, confronts she him about it. It's like, what's it, that baby? She finds the baby. She's the like, yeah, the duct tape in the fridge, um, and she asks him about it, and he goes, "It's not a baby. It's a it's a hesit, which is just an unfertilized egg. I poop them out regularly, <laughs> and um, <laughs> it comes out of my cloaca." And, um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, solid bird slash reptile joke. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> um, and he talks about uh, changelings, um, and basically that comes around when uh, the uh, the four almost foreshadowing, not really foreshadowing, just like they bring it up just so you can remember it for later. Neighbors who have a baby. Um, and we find out that that baby was taken, but the parents don't know that that baby was taken. They just think something happened to it, because um, they when they show the the their baby, which is the the unfertilized egg, which is like turned into their baby, kind of. It's got it's got like yeah, a, it's like a kind of deformed version of their baby. And I'm not exactly sure what they think happened. The ambulance came. And they're like, I'm sure, just as baffled as like what's going on, because it's because it's just a it's just a it's just an unfertilized egg that doesn't feel any pain. Its body is like clay, and it only eats and sleeps. Um, so it's like it's so it's kind of like a lot of incels. Perfect <laughs> flesh. It's it's yeah. It's the perfect fleshlight. You know, it just eats and sleeps and doesn't feel anything, and it's made out of yeah. clay. <laughs> yeah, um, because like when when she first sees it, when she like takes it out of the fridge, she like pokes it, and I'm like, oh, I know, I saw it's like move. Um, I'm like, Ooh. Yeah, all right. So Fantano, uh, yeah. if you're listening, um, you know, troll babies. I want to read something. I looked up the, the. I thought the concept of the changeling was really interesting, and um, I thought it was actually a pretty good way to get over, away with what Vort is doing. Is Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, changeling take, starring Angelina Jolie. Yeah, cra- crap out a changeling, put it in the, put it in the basket <laughs> for the baby. Take the baby. Yeah. Parents don't think their baby's gone; they just think it's like deformed now. And then it probably it. dies shortly after that because he says they don't live for very long. And then yeah, and yeah, then yeah. he's got this free baby to go sell to pedophiles. So hundred percent profit. 
a good business movie. But uh, God, yeah, yeah, it was such a dark movie when it came to that turning point. I, I know, was just but like, I mean, if fuck. you think about it, it's it's so incredibly it dark because that baby is is gone and don't even want to yeah, know you what really happens don't to want it. to yeah. even think about that. Um, so, but so anyways, at the same time, you do though because you're just like, oh my god, I don't, like I don't want to think about it. A vor, vor is. Like, you know what Vore does, like, you know, the evidence that's being held against the pedophiles who are accused, who got killed in the, mm-hmm. uh, like, second quarter to the movie. And yeah. so at that point where you get to where you know what he's doing, ooh, like, it's, like, it's such an emotional tear because Tina is a troll who is not connected mm-hmm. with her kind. And yeah. her only connection is Vor, who is someone who kidnaps human babies to sell to child porn rings. But he doesn't even think so, he doesn't even think of them as as like worthy creatures. He thinks of it like taking a worm. Exactly. And you know he. And I think which that is, yeah. which I is think a, that's a, what he's he's thinking of it in terms of well they don't think that we're you know uh, sentient beings and they just do experiments on us and kill our family off. So who gives a shit? Yeah, and they're all bad. Yeah, exactly. and it's it's the same. I mean, it's the same lesson you learn from, you know, the civil rights movement and you know, uh, racism and all that kind of stuff. Is like you can't you can't broadly generalize one group of people, whether it be another ethnicity, another yeah. race, another color, skin, a woman, a man, mm. or a troll. You know, they're. Or, but when but but when you are one of those kinds. And this is a especially specific scenario because, like, there wasn't a black person who was like, there are other black people around. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, this is a troll who, like, f- who thought she was human mm-hmm. her whole life yeah. up until she was told she was a troll and that there are others and there have been others. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but her encounter with this specific troll who just happens to be not a good person or a good troll troll person um maybe he is a good troll yeah uh, in 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 the sense of yeah, like no. troll culture maybe yeah, maybe <laughs> um this is a uh, this is basically like buddy the elf finding out that there's other humans in elf oh mm. yeah he think he thinks he's an elf the whole time yet he's not and it's it's painfully obvious that he's not but he can't see it yeah 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 um just like tina is basically a rewrite of yeah. elf Elf ripoff. <laughs> uh, so, real, real quick, real quick, let me read this. This is from uh, Wikipedia uh, for article for Changeling, um, and I thought it was very interesting. Uh, a changeling, also historically referred to as an off or an oaf, is a human-like creature found in folklore and folk re- religion throughout Europe. A changeling was believed to be a fairy child that had been left in place of a human child stolen by the fairies. Mm. The theme of the swap child is common in medieval literature and reflects concerns over infants thought to be afflicted with unexplained diseases, disorders, or developmental disabilities. So I, I think in those er- those times, in uh, medical science wasn't what it was, and people didn't really think about like disabilities and mental disabilities. Yeah, yeah. You know, your kid starts showing symptoms of, you know extreme autism yeah. or down syndrome or something and you're like this is not my child you know it's a changeling they came and stole oh, the night a fairy to place yeah. a fairy child you know and they and i think that's a a, a big part of a lot of um lore mm-hmm. between 
know, human-like creatures when you have maybe a child that's born with some extreme deformities, like physical deformities yeah. of elephantitis or something, you know, or gigantism or whatever. You get This these... podcast is sponsored by Lore, starring Aaron Mankey. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting. And at that uh, it's in uh, – it's found in German, Ireland, Isle of Man – um, Lowland, Scotland, and nor- Northern England, Poland, uh, Scandinavia, all throughout Scandinavia, Spain, and Wales, the same uh, kind of story. So I thought that was interesting. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that that whole thing with the changeling was disturbing. Yeah, very, very, sure. um, very shocking, um, that scene when she, when she's walking into their house and sees the ambulance and sees what has happened and she's the only one who knows what actually happened. Um, yep. And I don't even know how you would explain this to anybody. Like, Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. I know no, it sounds crazy, but your baby's made of clay. Yeah. That is not your child. It's actually, a, um, even worse, your child your is gone poop. and in the hands of pedophiles now. Uh, yep. Go on the, the dark web. You might be able to, <laughs> you might be able to buy them back. Um, oh, oh, <laughs> No, um, <laughs> but that's why I love this Welcome movie. To hell. It's just because of yeah, one of the reasons why I love this movie is because it's not afraid to go into a very realistic aspect of this world. Yeah, and I think that's um, maybe that's the idea of the the whole subplot is to ground it in reality. Um, mm-hmm. into some sort of reality, you know. So that there's a connection, some sort of uh, connection mm-hmm. there, mm-hmm. instead of it's just two trolls living a fantasy world, um, or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's like a it's like a soft sci-fi. It's basically maybe, maybe fantasy sci-fi. I don't. I don't even. Know I, I think it's sci-fi. just fantasy. Um, because a troll, a sure. troll is a f- fantastical like, creature. Very, very light fantasy though. Yeah, it's very not. I mean, the rest of the rest of the universe is exactly the same as what you and I know. Yeah, yeah. this is yeah. a uh, fantasy grounded in reality, I guess. Uh, with it's, I mean, ancient. It's supposed to be like an ancient thing because trolls are of Scandinavian yeah. folklore, and yeah, you know, I don't know if they didn't exist like leprechauns. I mean, I, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> Eskimos. Yeah. <laughs> so any of our troll fans listening, we're sorry if we're being offensive yeah. right now. But uh, if you're a troll, please come forward. Yeah. Trolls speak out. Um, how accurate is the trolls? Uh, how uh, world tour movie? Um, <laughs> specifically, how accurate were the the sex scenes in this movie? And if you have uh, samples uh, to the contrary, please send them our way. <laughs> MCFCPodcastGmail.com. We can tag them on Instagram. Speaking of which, uh, and if, uh, let's you, just, uh, uh, if you live on Nilbog Way, uh, definitely send us a um, Let's uh, talk about that scene for a moment. Um, <laughs> what, in Trolls no, 2? No, the sex scene um, oh. between Tina and oh. Lord. It was very odd because uh, I was like, he has a vagina. He is the receiving end of this. It was um, weird. Uh, so Justice called it, actually. The sex scene started happening, and he's sitting over there on the other chair across the room, and he's watching, and me and are <laughs> like, how's this even going to work? They both have vaginas, and Justice is like, what if he has a dog dick? What if it only comes oh, out when he's... 
No, she, <laughs> what if he oh only comes my out? She has And serious? then her dog dick came yeah. out. Oh my gosh, that that was <laughs> weird. That it grew That's, like a like a like a National Geographic like a time lapse video mushroom. Of mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, like, uh, that Whoa! sex scene. <laughs> that sex scene was one of my problems with this movie is because it's like if you're what? gonna provide. If you're gonna provide that context, you need to provide more to the <laughs> troll creature aspect. No one, no, there's no character so... in the movie who's like studying trolls and how they mate. Yeah, it's just all you need to know well, is no. she's got a dog dick mushroom and it comes out and she fucks her boyfriend with it and he gets pregnant. <laughs> that's all you need that, to know. What and else? That's is there to how say? they mate. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so I guess what I mean <laughs> is that you know that's a very specific way to show trolls mating it's kind of like they already blew their load if there was more (laughs) (laughs) what's the other way if there was more context he wanted soft light on their biology he wanted yeah he wanted to he wanted to be more like a like a sex scene from the room there's like red silk sheets in the forest Yeah, exactly. Close-ups of uh, the troll yeah, butt. That... Actually, there was pretty a lot of close-ups of troll butt. <laughs> there was troll butts. Yeah, there was. There was a bunch of troll butts in this. And movie. then right after, they start run um, through the forest naked, and yeah, their I, true I that troll was nature. I was super happy with that. Yeah, I, yeah. I thought it was good, but it was just it lacked the context for the me. Context. Um, what context? Think... What do you need? You wanted to see a textbook. Well, I just. Uh, well, I just think that there should have been more explanation on the troll creature. Like a troll anatomy? To... Well, I, maybe not like a poster or something I, like that, I, but I got just it. more so I got it, Tyler. I know what you, of a I know focus. What you, wanted. you wanted Tina to take a, a, like a community college course on troll and have this like nice, nice montage <laughs> learning her learning about uh, troll lore and anatomy. She can She's learn, like learn reading a book. Yeah, she, I, reading I, a well, book about trolls and a, stuff, it's, and it's got uh, Supersonic Man uh, for the soundtrack from Queen, or Supersonic Sound. Yeah, uh, she's well, got a, uh, uh, she's got a, um, she gets a hint that she might be a troll, and she's like, "Huh, maybe this is interesting. I don't think I am, but I'm gonna look into it more." And then it starts adding up, and, and then, she goes yeah. into the library, and she's, like, and she's like, "Oh my god, I'm a troll!" She, she buys a troll doll and holds it up in the mirror. She then she looks down and sees a, a giant gem on her stomach and her t- hair sitting straight up, and she's like, "It makes so much sense." <laughs> my so hair is supposed to be up, not down. <laughs> it should be neon purple. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, but anyway, so yeah. I mean, the only other context that I think that maybe would have not been so obvious is that she go like we see her go to the bathroom. Yeah, like we see her standing up while oh. she pees. Yeah. Oh my god, I for, almost forgot about that. Well, I don't think she knew about the dick. Really? I think I don't think she never. Yeah, yeah, the dick's yeah, never yeah, come yeah. Out. I don't think she. I don't. Yeah, she's never been aroused. Well, yeah, because during the sex scene, she was just like, "Oh my god, what the fuck is, what happening? is happening?" That was my yeah. that was my favorite quote in the whole movie. Oh fuck! My dick. <laughs> so that happens and then um we find out later that she uh vor gave birth to a beautiful baby troll i love the i love the doorstep that was pretty cool send it into the senate via ups fedex um dhl or postman i don't know Um, (laughs) postmates so that's how you're to say postmates (laughs) they postmated a troll baby and i honestly could not tell that was a real baby uh, was, I think it was. It was 
Oh, yeah. I couldn't tell. I think it was, too. I think it was a, a, it was a real baby. It was, the, I mean, the tail was CGI. Well, the CGI in this movie was very makeup. realistic, so it was hard. Um, yeah. But if it was CG, yeah, if totally it was CG then it's pretty great CG. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. But, um, yeah, hey. so she finds out she's pregnant. Um, she's kind of like... I think she has quit her job at well, the Well, she finds out the, the uh, Lord, uh, Vor is pregnant. Um, yeah, well, yeah, he was pregnant, and then he, he gave birth. He um, takes off. Yeah, she she turns him in, basically. You forgot that part, yeah, too. She turns, turns him, him in. in. He gets handcuffed on the ferry and then dives overboard and uses super troll powers to swim to Finland. And then, I know. Uh, <laughs> and then, How is he? Uh, I mean... And later, you know, gives birth to the fully uh, fertilized baby. Sends it to Tina because he has her address. And then, uh, and then the movie's over, and you're left looking at yourself in the mirror, thinking, "Did I like this movie or not?" Um. Well, actually, hold on. We she confronts her dad about her trollness. Ooh. Um, yeah, that was a very and then he kind of explains it to her. Um. Your parents are dead, and kid. They was were just a in a psychiatric hospital, hospital yeah. and they're all buried in the back. And then she goes and visits her dead troll uh, relatives, who uh, headstones are just rocks, very fitting for trolls. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. that I thought that was really effective with the difference of... Because you can see like the human headstones and then... In this yard, there's just a bunch of rocks, and you're basically to assume that these are all trolls that have been subjected to human experiments, uh, experiments and torture and stuff. And you're like, holy shit! Like this movie gets so fucking deep into uh, troll discrimination. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then after that, it cuts to black. I thought it was over right there. Oh. And then it fades up from black, and then we're at her house, which is like in disarray. And uh, she sees a little package on her doorstep, and she opens it. It's a little troll baby. Uh, it's got a tail, got a like a hobbit type uh, chin beard going on. Um, <laughs> and uh, she's holding it. I mean, she mentions in the movie that she wants a baby, but she mm-hmm. can't have one. Mm-hmm. Um, because she can't give birth because she is not the right gender. I don't know if there are genders and trolls. Have a, she doesn't have like a real vagina. No, she doesn't have a, a capabilities, physical capabilities of giving birth. Um, mm. Doctor's like, oh, I'm sorry, you, you're you're a troll. You can't have a human baby. Yeah. Sorry. Um, and then and then it ends with her holding her her baby, her little, little it's troll a happy, baby. Happy so ending. sweet. Yeah. Oh, happy ending! Even though it was a happy ending for her, yeah, happy ending for her, not for the other baby. I mean, well, (laughs) (laughs) oof! That's a big oof. (laughs) God, yeah, no. I mean, like it's happy enough, I should say, to where you don't feel like a total. You don't feel like a total piece of shit. No, I don't feel like a piece of shit. Yeah, I mean, because for me, it's like, oh, she has a baby and she can live in this house with her dad. And I don't think she even likes these, her dad like... anymore. No. I th- I think the final moving the plate from the dinner table to the counter 
I think that yeah. was her final <laughs> act of. This uh, <laughs> is so passive aggressive. Like, fuck you, Dad. <laughs> oh, you want this? How about you roll your ass into the kitchen and get it yourself? Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boom, Dad. <laughs> if that is your real name. <laughs> dad. Yeah. You gonna tell? Yeah, next, you gonna tell end, me your name's um, not even Dad. <laughs> <laughs> But in the end, uh, Border was an effective movie, uh, surprisingly, considering the subject matter. Mm. I think that if it was in the hands of people who were not competent with making movies, this would have been a total failure. Uh, I think any movie I, in the hands of people who aren't competent in, the, in, in making movies would be a bad movie. Oh well, you should probably not watch Transformers Five then. <laughs> um, no one should watch that movie because there's a lot of ta- there's a lot of tr- there's a lot of talented production in Transformers Five. Yeah, there is. The, they have the capability. Uh, it was they just uh, they terrible. just made a bad movie. You just made a a, a uh, Bud Light I, and Pepsi well, commercial. Michael Mike. Well, I mean, Michael Bay is basically Adolf Hitler. So <laughs> I don't know about that. Oh, um. <laughs> yeah. If you're listening, Michael Bay. If you're listening to Send this, your hate mail to you're like Tyler Adolf- at MCFC Podcast <laughs> yes. Find him on Facebook. Yes, Tyler. Find me uh, on Facebook, and I will have a discussion. Stay anointed. <laughs> Anyways, um, uh, should we get into ratings? Oh, right, hold on. No, I'm leading this episode. <laughs> Should oh, we get shit. into ratings? Oh. <laughs> uh, oh, shit. Yes, we should. Oh, okay, cool. Fuck. All right. Uh, Tyler, since you're so antsy, what do you want to give this movie? Uh, 3.5 out of 5. Okay. Anything else you want to say about it? Uh, uh, basically, all I have to say is that I think this was a very effective movie. I think the subject matter could have been a little bit more elevated, but... It is an entertaining movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a bit too long, but at the same time, I think this is more culturally impactful to people who live in the Scandinavian countries rather than me in California. Mm-hmm. And with that recognition, it's a it's it's a fine movie, but it's just you know it. It could have done a little bit more development, which is why it gets 3.5 out of 5. Mm. Um, I would recommend this movie to people, though. So, uh, uh, Brendan, if you're listening, uh, you should watch this movie. <laughs> yeah. Brendan and no one else. Definitely not you, Only Brendan. Yeah, Garrett, you stay away from this you're movie. You're not allowed to. You know what? I'm, I'm banning Garrett from watching this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call Hulu. <laughs> Tell them to cancel. <laughs> yeah, stit two, 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 actually three T's. Sensor. One in the middle, two in the end. <laughs> All right, so uh, my rating on this, I'm going to give this a, a three out of five. Um, costume design was very good. The makeup design was fucking great. It was so good. But uh, it left me wanting a lot more out of it. Um, I think it was worth the watch. I would, rec- I would recommend it to a lot of people. I would not recommend this to my grandmother. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, it's it was unlike most movies I've ever seen, and mm. the t- the little twists sure. that were in there, and some of the scenes were 
I mean, just like Let the Right One In, there is a lot of uh, uh, emotion and atmosphere and stuff that pay off in like a few solid scenes. Um, yeah. You know, once you see what the characters are capable of, their showing of their uh, capabilities are, are was really shocking and uh, impressive to me. So I, I did like that part of it. I liked the growling at the dogs. I liked the... Uh, I can't believe I'm going to say this. I liked the troll sex scene. It was... It was, huh. it was shocking in all the right Not ways. The hardest boner right now. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, I thought it was used very gratuitously. Um, <laughs> so, it was perfect, very gratuitous uh, <laughs> in the best in the best way. Oh my god! Um, and I liked the amount of like troll nudity. Like they weren't afraid to just like get naked and go like swimming and run through the woods. Yeah, yeah. I kind of wish that they would have just skipped that. Like never been clothed again and just like ran off to Finland together but that didn't happen so <laughs> that would have been kind of badass yeah, yeah, yeah. It if been this awesome. movie didn't have the dark turns it had um, yeah I would have liked yeah. it yeah so anyways that's a 3 out of 5 for me cool I am a 3 and a half out of 5 for this movie um, very good very well yes. shot very well um, I don't want to say choreographed, but it was very well orchestrated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. And sure. Um, it was, it, it was, it definitely had a lot of good elements technical wise of producing a mood that makes it not bad. Um, <laughs> I, um, <laughs> I think it could have done with a little bit more, um, emotional, uh, connecting, for me anyway mm-hmm. um like i would have liked to f- felt more for her um especially like when she finds out her true nature um yeah. of her existence and um and i had did not see the uh the dark turns or the dark turn that it takes um and i i'm not like I wasn't upset about it. I was very surprised and shocked about it. Um, I, um, yeah, it was, it was very shocking, but it, it was a good story elements that I, I think it was a good thing that they added this part that the, that the, the subplot to this movie, because if it was just the, um, uh, just the trolls, like just them, um, I don't know how, this movie would have played out. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm not sure, sure how it, it goes, how it ends in the, in the short story. Like maybe they end up happily ever after. I have no idea. Um, <laughs> Probably. And, um, but yeah, I, yeah, I would, I would recommend to this to not everyone, not to like my mom or my dad or <laughs> um, maybe to my brother who uh, lives in Sweden. Um, I think he, Oh, well, he has a lot of experience with trolls. He might like this movie. uh, (laughs) Might find it very interesting. Um, But yeah, a three and a half out of five for Border. Uh, Yeah. Cool. Not too bad. Thanks for the recommendation. I'm I'm, I'm glad it's on the wheel because I've been wanting it to watch it for a while. Yeah, I've I've, I've been wanting to watch it for a while. So why put it on the wheel? I'm glad glad I watched it. Cool. All right. All right, let's get this... uh, Let's get this pedophile movie out of here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. No more Troll 2 World Tour. It's coming off the wheel. And, yep. oh, that, uh, would have, that would have been a good uh, 
like if it was a wild card, that would have been a good. Uh, <laughs> a yeah, that would have been. yeah it would have yeah right so joseph you have uh, a wild card in a normal space you got a normal space to replace cool i have so just the uh, normal space regular movie yeah all right ironically um this movie that i will be replacing with border is another movie that takes place in sweden um it is called the square the square it is the square um interestingly i saw the trailer for this movie when i was in sweden when i was watching dunkirk for the second time um with my brother and i was like what the hell is this movie and (laughs) i never saw it streaming on hulu um is it the sequel to the circle (laughs) no (laughs) <laughs> this is yeah. This is what this is where the circle meets the square. Um, it, this is a prestigious Stockholm museum's chief art curator finds himself in times of both professional and personal crisis as he attempts to set up a controversial new exhibit. I would recommend watching the trailer for this movie. Um, okay, cool. Just because so the synopsis it makes it sound really dry. Is it streaming anywhere? Hulu. Hulu. Awesome. Cool. Um, it is Ooh, kind of a hot movies. kind of a task uh, movie, uh, two and a half hours long. Damn, um, we aren't watching it this oh, week. Oh come but, on! Um, unless it lands on it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, cool. So yeah, the square. The square. All right, I'm gonna recap. We have the square from Joseph Mac and me. Joseph's wild card pick. Suspiria from Tyler. The Fifth Element from Pete. The Lighthouse from Tyler. E.T. the extraterrestrial from Pete Dunstan checks in Pete's wildcard pick and inner space from Joseph oh, yes. let's see what we're going to watch next week wait right. wait hold on inner space yeah. or interstellar inner space inner space the one where they shrink down magic school bus style and go inside Martin Short yeah oh shit yeah okay, okay. alright so we're going to let's do this we're wheel gonna do it. and here we go Come on. Dunstan checks in. What? Oh. Wild card pick. Yep, Dunstan checks in. It was almost landed on inner space. It was kind of waffling back and forth between uh, the two. Um, so this is a wild card pick, which means, Tyler, you're getting an extra p- space on the wheel next week. Yes. Yeah. Um,. So we put Veronica on there finally. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and it's going to be a wild card pick, so it's going to be a MacGuffin. So let me look up. uh, Look up this movie. What is the movie? This is the second. There's two levels to this. So Dunstan checks in is a 1996 movie. No, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God. We're we're not we're we're not watching the movie about a monkey in a hotel. Um, (laughs) Serves briefcases. Yeah, um, we are gonna watch Cats the, from the cats? last year. Last year's Cats. We're gonna watch Cats. 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 Oh. cats. Yes, we're, wa- we're watching Cats. Holy shit! <laughs> we're gonna watch uh, Jennifer Hudson and La- Dame Judi Dench as cats. And oh Idris Elba. Idris Elba. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. James Corden. Oh, Rebel Wilson. I got a- I got a, a veritable who's who movie. of people that are disappointed they ever said yes to this movie. 
Oh my, oh, oh my God! I can't believe I'm watching this movie. We're gonna watch Cats. I, so I Nathan, Dan, uh, this is for you. If the, oh God! Yeah, Nathan, this is for you. Uh, also, uh, it feels kind of shitty that we can't watch this together. Um, so uh, thank you, government, for you know uh, making this virus worse. That we can't watch <laughs> movies with each other. We have a movie review show. If you don't know, yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm upset that they, uh, they flew over our house and spread virus all over my house. Yeah, the what the hell? Thanks, George Bush. Yeah. <laughs> Watch so, TFW No GF, and you'll know the truth. All right. So, till next week. Thanks for <laughs> joining us on Middle Class Film Class. Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash middleclassfilmclass. Send us an email, mcfcpodcast at gmail.com. And follow Tyler on our Instagram page, at middleclassfilmclass. Yeah, I just want to point out that, uh, you guys, I, I'm I'm making a stockpile of memes for uh, Middle Class Film Class, and it's about to be unleashed <laughs> cool. on this page. We're about to be, uh, like, uh, fuck Jerry status. So... <laughs> Fuck, fuck, Jerry. Without, without yeah, the fire festival. Fuck Jerry. <laughs> there's big plans on our social media right now. Uh, so thank you uh, for listening, and please DM us at your movie Do recommendations. It. Release the memes. Um, so until <laughs> next time, thanks for listening, guys. See you later. All right. See ya. See ya. I'm going to say it. I don't like pedophiles, and I don't care who hears it.